Hello and welcome to this edition of the Tillage Edge with me, Shea Phelan. This is your regular update for all your tillage news and advice. As harvest is fast approaching, I caught up with three of our advisors in the field to see how the crops are looking for this harvest. So I talked to Conor O'Callaghan in County Dublin, Martin McCullough in Donegal, but first I caught up with Michael McCarthy and I asked Michael when did he think the harvest would begin in County Cork? I would think she has somewhere around uh, the 10-day mark, I have a feeling. Um, you know, in areas like Kinsale there, especially where they would have the early planted Jayu variety. Some of that went in kind of late September and it's it's very it's 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 getting very close now at this stage. So I would expect that to be the first we'll see um <clears throat> a week to ten days time, it depending on weather, of course. Um I suppose the only one thing is you know, up the country, you know, especially in Oak Park last week, they got some scorching hot days. We didn't seem to get those really scorching, intensely sun, sunny days down here. So that might have slowed ripening down a small bit. But I would think, Shay, that it would be fair to say about a week to 10 days' time, people will start start harvesting away the Jayu. So it'll be more or less normal timing then, Michael, in terms of starting. Normal timing, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not going to be earlier or later than the other year. Yeah, and in terms of the winter crops in general, Michael, what sort of a season have they had Um for, for the different crops that you're seeing down in Cork? I suppose very mixed, Shea. Um, we started the year and it was just atrociously wet. And then it got very cold. And then it got dry. And then it got very wet again. So we've kind of had a bit of everything. Um, for the most part, I think that winter winter barley, if we stick to winter barley, winter barley is, has great potential. Um, you know, there are problems reported, but they're not, they're not the majority of cases out there. Like there is, you know, bits of blind grains floating around the place, especially with the with the varieties that would have, we'll say, eared out a bit earlier, the likes of Valerie, which would be that bit kind of earlier in the season to 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 ear out, um, that may have gotten caught with a bit of frost issues there in May and stuff like that. But there is and then there's the odd bit of fusarium reported in Valerie as well, closer to the coast. But for the 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 most part winter winter barley has great potential. Um it was a reasonably good season, I suppose. You know, they they what we lacked in growth earlier in the year. It caught up well later. Yeah. Um, winter wheat is looking great for the most part. Um, there are crops of winter wheat in Cork that got, you know, septoria has really taken hold. Um, and we're seeing septoria up on the flag leaf where we normally wouldn't be seeing it this early in the season. But I suppose we're more looking at kind of spray timing issues there, shade and anything. Um, you know, I, I think the T1s were well timed at that third last leaf fully emerged but the t2s the flag leaf spray may have went on a bit late because spraying conditions just were very very scarce um in may there when we were trying to put them on you know so in some circumstances i know that you know flag leaf sprays went on almost when the boots were opening you know so it was very very late and th- those crops now are kind of are showing a lot of septoria how that will affect yield i'm not terribly sure yet it probably will have some impact but it only will have a huge impact because weather subsequent to that has been quite good you know so that kind of might have halted the septoria spread better than anything um and winter oats have good potential too you know there's there's, there's very few crops out there that have suffered from the from from the frost in uh, in, in May, but I suppose the only thing to note is that winter oats is very much a minority in Cork this year, that what oats we have is kind of spring oats more than anything. Okay, so if, and the outlook, I suppose, in general for the winter crops is, is, is a lot better than it would have been 12 months ago, so... Yeah, it is, it is. I, I, we, a lot of people are happy with their crops, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I suppose, Michael, in terms of um, 
differences between that and in the Midlands. I know certainly up around here, it was different. There would have been different challenges, I suppose, up around the Midlands for, for crops this year. There would have been, like I said, we, we, we had a huge septoria challenge. Uh, in, in winter wheat this year. But I know, hearing from my colleagues up the country, that they would have had a huge yellow rust challenge. And as we know, yellow rust can be a significantly, you know, bad disease earlier in this, early in the season like that. So, like, you know, no year goes by without its challenge, but it's definitely it's definitely showing us, you know, IPM is really coming out with terms of variety selection and everything. You know, there, there are varieties of winter wheat out there now that kind of we have to call time on and say, we can't really grow these anymore. Do you know what I mean? So like there's, there's varieties down here that we can't grow because of septoria, but equally there's varieties that you guys can't grow up there because of the yellow rust issue, you know? So as you say, it's, it's IPM approaches, knowing what, what the characteristics of the different, of the different varieties are before, exactly. before you choose a variety at all, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If I can go then to Martin, Martin McCullough is, the, is a revisor up in Donegal. Martin, how have the winter crops come through this year for you guys up there? We'd probably be the same as Michael and Cork there, as in like wet weather diseases are usually our issue up here. But look, most crops, the vast majority of crops went into ground, went in in fairly good conditions at the back end of last year. So they got a good enough start and looked at a hard winter, but and they've improved a lot now this spring or whatever. Disease issue, like you're always afraid to say it, we don't have a huge issue now with, with, with diseases this year, like winter barley, like Rinko, just, you know, wasn't a major issue. Uh, winter wheat and same again septoria we haven't had such a major issue with it but it'd be more of a minority crop now compared to winter barley up here uh, funny enough Michael mentioned yellow rust we'd never have rust up here but there was an incidence of yellow rust in Bennington or whatever up here this year but look the crops are looking well very good potential same with winter oats they come over the winter very well and, and they're looking very well now at the minute I know you would generally have problems with say like some manganese have has manganese issues been an issue the, uh, this year? As, as always, like, you know, manganese and zinc getting it on when it's needed is vital. Like, But most of the growers are well attuned to that now at this point in time, you know. But look, we're, the growers in Donegal are very well used to, you know, we're in a good we're in a good situation now at the minute, but the next few weeks will be the issue for us, you know. And, get, and getting those crops harvested is, is, always a, is always a potentially risky time. No, and, and just we, we will be, we're probably about, we'll probably be about, week 10 days two weeks later than cork they're starting to harvest to it probably be towards the end of the month maybe before crops are ripe to go because we, we we haven't had scorching dry weather for any length of time at all either it's been sort of cloudy and sunny is the best sort of weather we've been getting the past few weeks so it's all to play for the next couple of weeks yeah connor o'callaghan is an advisor in in Kinsale in dublin connor just a, a word from yourself how are winter crops looking there in the northeast uh, thanks, Jay. Uh, crops are looking uh, well at the moment. Um, there's great potential in crops there, winter crops of wheat, um, especially they're looking they're looking very well. We had lowish levels of septoria um, during the, the, the main growing season, but our biggest problem was the rust problem. Um, high levels of rust were noted in, in many crops, especially the, the rust prone varieties, the, the Bennington's, the JB and the Tarp. Um, was very kind of difficult to control it, but in saying that, um, look, we'll have to see what what way what way the yield. Um, other the other crops, Graham, Costello, and Conross look very well. They're all still still uh, relatively green. This weather that we're after having now in the last maybe four or five days may just uh, let Satoria kind of creep in as some of the fungicide programs kind of may run out of uh, run out of steam. Um, in the next couple of weeks, but. But overall, wheat is looking very well. Barley has 
has filled relatively relatively well. Um, it's just kind of starting to, to, to take on the, the the into the ripening stage. Um, is on is underway. I expect we might be cutting maybe in, in three weeks. It doesn't look like there'll be much early winter barley cutting uh, in in north in the northeast. Maybe on one or two places that maybe on a side of hill, maybe dryish ground. But um, no, their their winter crops are looking well, Shay. In terms of spring crops, Martin, then I know that a lot of spring barley is, is the biggest crop in 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 Donegal. How is that looking this year? Yeah, well, we've, I'm not sure if we dodged the bullet this year, but we uh, remember I was on a call with the other tillage advisors around the country. That I think it was about the 15th of April. I just take back, and the boys in Wexford were looking for rain because that 90% of the crops were sown and they were sort of getting a bit droughty at that stage. And we only started really the mass majority of spring crops. We only got going here about the 12th to 13th of April. 12th to 13th of April start sowing them because we had a very wet two or three weeks between that and Patrick's Day, but the weather conditions did pick up a little bit after that. So like the crops got a good enough start. And at this point in time, you know, they're looking very well as well. No major disease issues in, in like spring oats or spring barley, you know. So just look, it's only half time with that as well. Like, but we'll see what happens. We're in a good position at the minute. But look, the next few weeks will tell the tale. So the, the crops are promising looking then, I suppose, for Donegal is probably the best yeah, way to put it. Potential is good at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Connor. over to you then in terms of how do spring crops look in, in, in the northeast? I know you had problems with drought there earlier on in the season. Has that affected crops up there, do you think, much? Um, drought has been a little bit of an issue maybe early on, trying to get crops to, to establish evenly. But once uh, the rain kind of came, we got a bit of moisture, crops got up, got going. They tillered extremely well in most cases um, and therefore have high numbers of um, ears and heads per meter squared so there is a good potential for for a good crop of, of spring barley um this year disease levels um were relatively low um all things uh, considered uh, it look they look they look they look well they look they look promising um beans same thing beans looked well we had little bits of problem with chocolate spot maybe downy mildew early, early on and they seem to have come come, come through that chocolate spot starting and is there on the lower leaves is starting to creep up um up along the up along the the upper leaves the upper canopy um there's good numbers of pods pods aren't relatively aren't that low they're they're, they're a nice height to be able to get the the, the header in underneath it when it comes to harvest um and we've there's a range of, of pod numbers um per plant anywhere from 14, 15, up as far as the high twenties in some in some cases of, of pod counts and some beans. So it's 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 looking it's looking good. All so hopefully the weather um, can stay with us now and uh, these crops will yield well. And likewise, Michael in in Cork and the South, how are how do spring crops perform this year? Um, the way I describe spring crops this year, says <clears throat> to me, and I've said this to a couple of people, it's been a year of deficiencies. We've had every deficiency going under the sun pop its, up, pop its head up this year. Um, you know, people got going planting spring barley around Paddy's Day in Cork this year. And then there was about a, a, wind, a week's window there, a weather window that people got crops in. And there was a bit of a weather break again. And it was April before they got back. There's a remarkable difference between um, bar, spring barley planted in March this year versus spring barley planted in April. Um, it seems that the timing for planting spring barley this year was March. Uh, April just got very dry and very cold. 
and some of those April sown crops ha have struggled since the beginning. You know, they've had germination issues. Um, they've showed up compaction issues where compaction has never showed up before. Um, I was out with a guy yesterday. We were actually looking at beet and just a phenomenon that showed up is where he knocked the ditch 20 years ago. You can clearly see in the crop of beet where the ditch was this year. You know, it's that kind of year. It's just a cold, hard growing season. So we definitely, you know, you have to say spring barley and like, a good half of our spring barley was planted in April this year, but it has been affected by adverse weather and it is thinner than, than it should be. And some fields are very poor. But then again, there, there's very good spring barley that has been planted early as well. Um, so, it, you know, yourself, the, the combine will tell all when it gets going. Shame. Yeah, so it's hard It's hard to predict yields in a lot of those crops it at is, the moment, isn't it? It is, it is, yeah, it is. Look, I suppose... From what we're told, all the research shows that you need thick crops of spring barley to yield. I know it doesn't translate, translate every year, you know what I mean? But if that is the case, then yields will be affected down here with the later crops of spring barley. And I suppose they're kind of different to the crops up around the Midlands, which would have been badly affected by drought in, in, in a certain part in, in April. And again, in, in June, where we had very little rainfall, which definitely stagger growth but you don't seem to have been affected that much by that type of weather have you no i suppose you see again it's amazing on this on this country we can have sort of varied weather in different regions that are not that far apart but like when you guys were experiencing very dry weather we had some very 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 humid muggy weather down here and like you know diseases like rhinchosporium were rampant through some spring barley crops simply because they were you know we didn't get opportunities to spray them when we should uh, fungicides went on late. Spring rhinchosporium was already in the crop. Then we got ideal weather for spreader spreader rhinchosporium, you know. So um, definitely, like it seems, every region this year has seen its it's seen its own different problems. Yeah, and I was down near part of the world um, on Monday there, Michael, and I could see a bit of lodging starting to happen in a couple of spring crops down there as well. Is that is that widespread across the county yet? It's not. Um, again. Um, we got rain the, 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 that, that weekend, but, you know, the rain fell, it, it, it fell in one place and 20 miles away, it didn't fall at all, you know, or, or, or fell very, very small amount. But there are, there is bits of lodging around, but it's where you would expect it, Shay. It's those yeah. fields that were kind of, you know, a bit heavy in the bag, maybe pig slurry applied, stuff like that, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. earlier sown crops and they would be thicker, heavier, you know. Yeah. Um, just to move on, um, Michael, in terms of straw market down there, are you seeing much demand for straw? I'm hearing up this part of the world, there's a good demand for straw at the moment. Are you hearing anything like that down here in the woods? There's a good demand for straw, Shane, and we're only discussing it there uh, earlier with, with people in that um, since the straw chopping scheme was announced this year, the straw incorporation measure, there seemed to be you know a big pull of straw that wasn't already in storage. Okay, so I'd say if you look around to a lot of yards in Cork, you'll find that there's all the straw that was in storage is gone, right? But I don't see straw making bananas money this year. You know, um, it, it it there will be demand. There will be good demand, I suppose. Look, the we've seen from the figures with the straw chopping scheme that. It's mostly oat and straw and bits of wheat and straw and rape is going in. So I think, you know, the amount of barley straw will be similar to other years. OK, um, but there, there will be good demand for straw, but I don't think it's going to make bananas money either. Shit. That's the way I put it. Yeah, and I, I think you're right from the point of view, like the, the scheme, while it was almost fulfilled, the straw incorporation scheme 
when all almost all the land was taken up, it wasn't fully taken up. So obviously, yeah. the, it's it's probably been more more or less offset by the extra area planted in the country this year. So there should be an even enough supply of straw around. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of Martin up your neck of the woods, I know um, straw is generally a big part of of why guys grow cereals up your neck of the woods. Are you seeing any lift in demand up there or are our market still fairly stable? Yeah, no, there would be, the straw would be in big demand up here every year. And, and I know there's just talking to a couple of growers in the last couple of days, they're, you know, they're getting a lot of pre-orders in already more than usual. So I just, even just the, even just the talk of the straw and corporation scheme has seemed to move things on a little bit and people are making sure they've got their orders in. So a lot of regular customers have placed their orders already. So demand is strong and it's a price that should be fairly good this year, you know. And in terms of grain markets up your way, Martin, are, are did any guys uh, avail of some of the prices that were going earlier on in the season? No, there wouldn't be. I said, it's not a huge option for us up here. So because we're so sort of far from other markets or whatever. So it's uh, it, it's not a major issue for us up here. It's generally a local market you're trading for up there anyway. Yeah, it? it's local. Yeah, it's all yeah. local market. Yeah. In terms of the straw market then, Connor, I mean, a lot of straw up your neck of the woods um, goes for, for mushroom compost and all that type of thing. Are you seeing much of a demand for straw up your neck of the woods? And has the, like the other guys, has the the um, straw incorporation scheme made much of an impact, do you think? The straw incorporation measure, I personally, with, with clients, had maybe a 20% uptake on it with clients chopping a little bit. Now they're predominantly chopping maybe the spring barley, the spring barley straw and any rape growers, obviously we're going to chop the, 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 the rape straw. There were a lot of them were leaving the wheat because of the good um, compost, the, the, the mushroom straw markets that they have and have built up over, over, over the years. So um, there's still good crops of straw. Their crops are, are tall crops. Winter barley is, kind of higher than it normally would and, and likewise wheat um is the same so there should be there should be good crops of straw um and good bale numbers comparing to last year when when it was a very poor uh, yield for straw but markets seem to be there um the composters are are looking to to, to buy the, to, the straw so there should be a good market there for the wheat and straw uh, and in terms of grain markets did many guys forward sell or take the opportunity to forward sell Earlier on, and, and and get decent prices for the grain. Do you think? Yeah, if a good a good proportion of growers uh, sold. Some growers had sold previously to the good uh, price jump, and then more joined along when the, the good prices were 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 had. Um, back back then, some sold a bit more. Um, but no, there was there was a good uptake. Um, and obviously now it's dropped back a bit. But um, no, there, there was there was a there was a good uptake when the prices when the prices were good for forward selling. So, so they're happy now with the with the prices that they got earlier on. Yeah, we're looking at looking at things now. Um, they are, and hopefully it'll be a pretty good year. Hopefully, like these, the crops have the potential to yield well, and hopefully, they, hopefully they do, and uh, we should get hopefully get a good yield of straw as well. And likewise, Michael, did you see much of a demand for some of those prices that were that were forward sold earlier on in the season? A bit, share, but nothing huge. I think, you know, all season we were looking at a kind of a a bit of a steady rise. And it has plateaued now very much so, and it's actually dipped back a small bit. But I always find whilst grain prices rising, there's going to be very little people will 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 lock in prices. I suppose they're anticipating that it will get higher and higher. Um, but I don't think there's been a lot of forward selling going on. Um, 
probably more so with the premium crops like the malting and stuff like that there would be a share of that going especially beans all the beans would be on the forward salt contract like dairy gold down here offering 240 a ton in the forward salt but as regards feed grain no i think a lot of people are leaving it for for the harvest price and i suppose there is a quite a bit of that but i i would suppose that given the price rise as it is already over where prices were last year and the predicted better yields that guys can can hopefully achieve this year the outlook for the harvest is a lot rosier would you say than this time last year it would be it would be no not not to negate that costs have gone up too Shay. you know yeah. diesel is good but dearer than what it was last year uh fertilizer was dearer um you know there's so okay the costs are gone higher but i think the higher price of grain will 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 I, I suppose coming higher again, if you know what I mean. Like it's it, it's it's gonna it's gonna meet those extra costs and more. Um, but like the, it must be it must it must be factored into that the cost is gone higher. Um, but I, I I would hope so, Shay. I would hope that you know this would be financially it will be a better year than last year. I should say. Okay, thanks for that, Connor, Michael, and Martin. It's hopefully the the potential in the crops this year will be able to realise them, and guys will have a good harvest for 2021. Thanks, Shay. Thank thanks, Shay. That's all for this week. If you like this podcast, please recommend it to a friend or colleague and rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. For more information, log on to chagas.ie. I'm Shay Phelan. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back again next week with more Tilly's news and advice.